On this episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast, we are talking with MLB Philadelphia Phillies mental performance coach, Hannah Huseman, on why self-awareness is the game changer going forward. What's up, competitors? Welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast. My name is Jake Thompson. I am your host here on the show I'm excited you are here as we get to talk about things that we can do mentally to build our mental toughness, our focus, and help us win our work, our workouts, and our life. That's the name of the game here at Compete Every Day. So you being here means you're one step closer to reaching your full potential, your best life, and stepping into the competitor that you were created to be. Hannah Huseman of the Philadelphia Phillies in Major League Baseball is today's guest on the show. She is a mental performance coach for pro baseball players and works with everyone from professionals all the way down to people just like us on how they can build their mental skills for any type of performance we have in life. Whether we are stepping onto the diamond, hitting 90, 95 mile an hour fastballs, whether we are walking into the boardroom to give presentations, make sales pitches, whether we're just needing to perform and show up at our best for our friends, our family, and our coworkers that need us most. Hannah does some amazing work, and I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. We had a little bit of audio issues at some point when she cut out, so uh, if you lose a little bit, bear with us. The entire interview is fantastic, and Hannah gives us some actionable takeaways that you can immediately apply to start building your mindset for life. As always, to support the show, please leave us a quick rating and review on iTunes or share this episode with a friend. If you have someone that's looking to build their mental toughness, if they love the game of baseball, heck, or they just want to be a better competitor, please share this episode with them. And if you are not part of the Compete Everyday email list, you missed last night's big announcement. That's right. Our fall collection just dropped at CompeteEveryday.com. We have hoodies, Crop hoodies, sleeveless hoodies, new tees, new tanks. We rolled out multiple new designs and styles for fall. So you can hop on there, grab one of the newest items, use the code PODCAST to get 15% off that. But I think you'll really love these new designs. I've been excited about this release as we roll out the Born to Compete Strong Sailor. Doesn't matter, get better type attitude shirt. And one more secret one that you'll find online. So check out competeeveryday.com. Use the code podcast to get 15% off. Help support the show and add some fire and motivation to your wardrobe by grabbing yourself a Compete Everyday tee. Now, let's have some fun. Let's build our mindset, our mental strength and focus by welcoming to the show Philadelphia Phillies mental performance coach, Hannah Huseman. Hannah, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I, you know, this is our second go. We hit a little technical difficulties out of the gate, but uh, that's okay. That's why there's nine innings in baseball. You got more than one to, to make a comeback. I am, one, excited to have you on the show. I discovered your work um, through social media. I discovered a lot of the work you're doing with the Phillies. Uh, I think we've got a, a handful of mutual connections and friends in common. Uh, and so I'm excited to have this conversation. But before we dive into what you're doing with the Phillies, I've got to hear, like, what's your background in terms of what drove you into baseball, specifically working with athletes as a mental skills coach? Because I know you're, I think your dad was an entrepreneur and your mom was a psychologist. And so there's, I see a little bit of the mental performance side, but I'm curious about baseball. 
Yeah. So you're right. Dad is definitely an entrepreneur. Mom is a psychologist. Um, I grew up playing sports my whole life. Um, I have a, a brother who's a little less than two years younger than me. So we grew up incredibly competitive and played all the sports, did everything we were allowed to do from one season to the next. Um, and it's always just been a part of who I am. And it's always what's made me the happiest and what I've been the most successful at. And so I knew I, knew I had a passion for sports since I was tiny. And I actually went to college and I played softball in college. And um, from there, I was like, okay, I don't know what I want to do in the world yet. But I know it has to be involved with sports because that is what I am 100% the most passionate about in life. And so I, I went through a couple um, career options and I actually did an internship for strength and conditioning. I thought I was going to be a strength and conditioning coach. I thought I was going to be a coach for a little bit. And I just, nothing was really getting me going on what I really, really wanted to do or that I was super passionate about. And then um, my senior year of college, um, I was almost done with my classes and I had like a couple electives I could take. And one of them was this sports psychology class. And I was like, well, that sounds interesting. And my mom loves psychology. So she's always like, keep an open mind to that. And uh, I almost studied psychology in my undergrad, but I actually studied exercise science again, because all I wanted to do was focus on anything to do with the body and sports and movement. And so I took that class and I was blown away. And I was like, what the heck is this? And why have I never heard of this? And how much more of this can I learn? And so almost immediately, I started looking for further education and knowing, like, what do I need to do to be successful in this field? Um, and I knew I really wasn't wanting to be a teacher at that point in time. Like, I really wanted to do applied hands-on work with athletes. And so I went and found the University of Tennessee, and they had an amazing a really applied, really hands-on sports psychology master's program. And so I applied and got in. And next thing you know, I, I graduated undergrad in May and ha had three months and then went straight to grad school um, and went straight to, straight to UT and got my master's there and did a lot of internships and work there. And my first internship after I graduated was actually with the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball organization. And it was, it was really cool how softball background, baseball, the love of the game, and sports psychology kind of all came together. Um, I didn't think that was going to happen, but it was amazing how it worked. I also did an internship with golf, the Golf Academy. So I was really trying to keep all options open, and baseball was just the one that kind of happened. And it's neat because if you look at other professional sports, baseball is probably the leading as far as mental health and mental skills go, um, just with how many positions are available and its growth in the past five to 10 years has really skyrocketed and, and I think set the tone for other professional sports. So it kind of made it a little bit easier just with there being a few more opportunities in baseball. Um, but yeah, it just kind of all fell together and, and I'm loving it. And it's, it just is cool that I kind of got to play that sport comparing softball and baseball and and know what's know what's going on without having to get too much education on the baseball side. But even even knowing and playing for so long, there's still you know you're learning every single day of how much actually goes into this game. And that's what I think people on the outside looking in have no clue what really goes into this game and the preparation that these coaches and these players put in every single day. 
Oh, I mean, I would, I would absolutely agree. Just conversations I've had with people just very surface level about understanding the game and not knowing the small nuance, even just nuances during every pitch of, of shifts and how guys are playing and how they know to play certain guys. And, and so it's, it's a lot more intricate than a lot of people understand. One of the things I found fascinating uh, in one preparing for this conversation and having some conversations with friends of mine in baseball is they all spoke very highly of the Phillies organization being a very forward thinking group of people, how everyone kind of from the top down, especially when it comes to this kind of stuff, mental performance, being one of those teams, even though it's becoming more and more popular and widespread throughout the league, y'all are still one of the, the leading groups. I'm curious if you have a, a thought behind why it's growing so fast in baseball versus other sports. I would think it's because in that game, let's be honest, you're failing to reach first base seven or eight out of 10 times. Uh, and so you're going to fail quite a bit. Yeah, I think it's a huge part of it is you're failing constantly and you're playing a game that is pretty much setting you up for failure. But I think, too, the biggest part is there's so much time to think in baseball. Like, so much time in between every single pitch, in between innings, in between, like, whether you're on offense or defense. Like, there's so much time to think. There's so much more time to think than there is action, right? Uh, baseball games, you know, three-ish hours on average, right? And how much of that are you actually playing the game, you know? And it's like, I think it's like an hour or maybe even less than that. You know, if you really break it down, like each pitch is a few seconds here and there. And then like, and so I think the reason is, is it's, there's so much downtime for you to think and get in your own head and get in your own way that it's, it's necessary to know all different types of techniques and routines and adjustments that you have to make. And like, it's not like football where you just go, 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 run, 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 like doing this, doing that, go, go, like hurry, like it's really loud, you can't hear anything, or, or basketball, really fast pace, I think. And I think that's why it's big with golf and tennis, too. Um, but I think because you have an individual aspect and a team aspect, and there's just so much downtime to think about every single thing that you did and every single move that you made, and, and how can I correct it? What, how did I do this? How did I do so well here? How can I repeat that? I think it's just so challenging with all of the downtime. I think that's probably what, why I would say it's, it's become such a need in baseball. And it's amazing how open not only the Phillies have been, but I think MLB in general. Um, when I first got my internship, there wasn't a ton of opportunities. Um, and now, now it's growing from organizations having one mental skills coach to multiple mental skills coaches. I think most organizations have at least two now which is amazing. So, and some organizations have a mental skills coach at every level, which is really cool too. So I think it's only going to continue to grow, but I, I, that's what I would say. I would say because it's such a, such a game of failure and such a slow paced individual game that you have all the time in the world to get in your own way and get in your own head. And not only that, you have spring training, you have hundred and, you know, we'll say you're going to play a hundred and, 50 games if you sit out, you know, 10 to 12, depending on rest days, then you have playoffs. I mean, that's a lot of time compared to football and basketball, which, yeah, is, is a much more intense on the, on the court, on the field type 
play where it's go, 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 quick reset, go, go, go. Baseball, you can get in your own head, which is interesting because for probably a lot of people listening, whether they're a baseball fan or not, it's easy for us in life to get in our own head. Like we, we have a mistake, something just didn't go our way on the way into work. And suddenly we're thinking about it all day long. I know that you've created this really cool Mental Sweat Monday videos that you put out on Instagram, uh, and I've really enjoyed watching them. And I'm curious a little bit, if you were to send a Mental Sweat video to just kind of your average person that's not playing ball and telling them like, here's something you can do today to get out of your own head, I imagine it would be similar to what you would tell a player, but what would that be? Yeah, so I think for the very first message I give anybody, it's mostly all about awareness. So typically, if you're in your own head or in your own way or or really down or, or whatever you're experiencing, you have to know what's going on inside your mind before you can do anything about it. And I think that self-awareness piece is seriously overlooked and like maybe you're only really aware when things are going really 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 bad or really 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 good and so my goal is a lot of what I do is teach self-awareness and self-evaluation right do you actually know what's going on inside of your brain and inside of your head is it helping you is it hindering your performance what's going on and then self-evaluation is making sure you're not just like almost sugarcoating or lying to yourself about how you're doing or how you're performing like oh yeah everything's good is it right or no things are horrible everything's going bad is it as bad as you think it is um like one of the things i talk about all the time is i'm like how do you play and the number one and number two answer is good or bad and i'm like well what the heck does that mean right and then almost like nine times out of ten when a player says he plays bad and then we dissect the actual game there's a lot of things he did in that game that were really, really good. But because it was one bad outing or one bad at bat or one bad pitch or whatever it is, as humans, we have that natural negative bias where that's the only thing we can hold on to, right? If, if you go three for four as a batter, you're thinking about that one at bat, right? And, and Or if you go four for four, you're thinking about the error you made in the field. And so I think it's the same in life is, is whatever you're doing, if you are – if you didn't get the job you wanted, if you didn't get the promotion you wanted, if, if you couldn't relocate or whatever is going on with you, like be careful getting so bogged down in, in quote unquote the bad and look around and try to find what else can come of that situation. And, and are you actually evaluating yourself correctly or are you kind of just throwing it all in a box of, yeah, that was really bad or that sucked or today was a really bad day. Was it? Was it a bad day or was it a bad five minutes? Um, and I think that's so important, but everything mental starts with awareness and knowing like, if you're tired, do you even know you're tired? Like if you're, if you're really happy right now, do you even know why you're this happy? Um, and, and bringing awareness to what's creating those different mindsets. And obviously once you know it, it's trying to recreate it, right? Just like an at bat, if you know, you did X, Y, and Z and you had a successful at bat, let's do X, Y, and Z again. But if you don't know what you did, then how can you create it again? And it, it sounds like so simple and it is so simple, but it's really, really challenging, especially in the heat of the moment or when, when you know, all the adrenaline's pumping to know what you're actually doing in that moment. And so awareness is 
so incredibly important, I think, for any aspect of life. Like, if you do a, present, a great presentation, why was that one so good? And why was the last one not so good? And start, you know, taking things from the good presentations and leaving things from the bad presentations. But that all starts with the awareness piece. And like a famous saying I always say is, you can't grow if you don't know. If you don't know what's going on inside, there's no way you can get better. Well, and, and the, the beauty of, of that and hearing you say that is that's something that's been echoed by multiple guests we've had this season of the importance of self-awareness, not only just kind of everyday life, not only for athletes playing sports, but in your career and especially those in the corporate space. Uh, Sarah Milby of Valor Performance mentioned that that self-awareness and, and growth mindset uh, pairing those two together are so crucial, she felt, going forward into the future of corporate America and, and success in your career. And so hearing you talk about that and, and give ways for people to just start and, and kind of reset that uh, to build that self-awareness is, is valuable for anyone listening. Um, and so I want to ask you uh, also along the lines, I love the Mental Sweat Monday that I kind of asked earlier and talked about with this because so often – it's easy for people to immediately see physical training. They see the working out, they see getting into the gym or running and, and that's how I build strength and endurance. And they just kind of forget the mental side and feel like you're either born with it. You're either born with this just intense, pure discipline like Jocko or, or David Goggins or somebody like that, or you're not. And if you aren't born with that, if you're not that extreme, then you can never develop uh, mental toughness and mental strength and resilience and focus. And so people just kind of chalk it up to that and, and kind of remove yeah. their own responsibility, which is why I love you started Mental Sweat. And so talk about a little bit about kind of your passion behind that, that weekly video and, and share that with our guests so that they have something they can follow along every week for a quick workout. Yeah, so it kind of goes back to the awareness piece again, because like you said, like, there is so much on social media about befores and afters and eat this and do this workout. And I mean, it's crazy now. It really is. And I don't know if it's just because I keep looking at it. So more and more <laughs> pop up or like if everyone's seeing this, but I mean, it's awesome. Like I love it. And, and it's become mainstream. Like you have to work out if you want to be healthy. And I think that's awesome. And I don't want to take anything away from that, but just as important as that is, is making sure you're taking care of yourself mentally. There's been a lot of like, those little memes and all the stuff that are like, you know, you can be the fittest person in the world and, and all this stuff, but if you're not mentally healthy, it doesn't matter. And I, I really do believe that you can be the fittest person and you can have all the money and you can have the best job and the prettiest spouse and all this, all these things. But if you're not mentally healthy or mentally happy, like do any of those even matter? Um, because you're never, you know, it's never going to be enough. And so I wanted to kind of show people what I do um, without getting, you know, too into depth of like individual conversations and stuff, but just like grand schemes and, and themes that I have when working with different types of performers. And again, it's to bring awareness, like even if you watch the one minute video once a week, like, and it's like, oh yeah, like, did I do I even know what's going on up here? Do I even know how I feel right now? Like I'm super busy and stressed. Am I okay? Am I handling that? Or is it, or is it really negative and bad and taking a toll on myself, my body, my relationships, my family. Um, but and the name is obviously mental sweat because we all know we need to break a physical sweat to be healthy. 
And I think the easiest way to comprehend this, how important mental sweat and mental awareness is, is to compare it to physical health. Like if you're breaking a physical sweat every day, you should absolutely be breaking mental sweat every day. And I think that the daunting thing that people think is, well, I don't have time to do yoga for an hour. I don't have time to do mindfulness for 30 minutes a day. It, it, it could be done in 30 seconds. It could be done in two minutes. It could be done in five minutes. Like it's, it could be done any time, any part of your day. Like maybe like a perfect example is when you're driving, maybe you're driving to work or home from work or to pick up the kids or whatever. And you get, you go from point A to point B and you get to point B and you're like, how the heck did I get here? Like, oh my goodness. I wasn't like, I don't even know how I'm safe right now. I wasn't paying a lick of attention. And that's like, that's a perfect example of just mindlessly kind of going through life, right? And, and not being aware of what's going on and, and what's actually happening and how you're actually feeling. And so it's, it's a, supposed to serve as a reminder just to do a check-in every single day. You should mentally be checking in every day. How am I doing? How do I feel? How am I handling certain things? Like take a few minutes to practice my breath, take some deep diaphragmatic breaths, take, do some mindfulness, reset your goals, your, like check in on your routines, like just to make sure everything's going okay mentally and that you're okay. Because when you get into this world of just busy, 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 constant, 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 the first thing that goes is you typically, you know, like, and I feel like that's the same with workouts too, right? Is, is if you're busy, well, I don't have time to work out today. And even before the physical workout goes, the mental workout goes, you know? And so I think, I think it's supposed to just serve as awareness and a reminder for people to make sure you're checking in upstairs because it's so, so important. And I, I love that it's got, it's gotten some traction and I, it's gotten more traction than I ever thought it would. Um, and I'm so excited for it to keep growing. the more people hopefully help this and I'll even myself I'm gonna make sure I'm doing okay um, and that I'm taking time especially in like the busy world of baseball um, it's really easy to just work 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 all the time and, and it's really hard and, and almost look down upon to step away and so it's kind of trying to destigmatize that of rest is good recovery is good checking in even if it's five minutes here or there it's good it's necessary you have to do it in order to be your best and and so, yeah, it's just all about bringing awareness and hopefully it's to any performers. And I really try to make it not baseball specific or maybe not even sport specific. A lot of times it turns into sport examples, but because it's so real for any type of performer. If you're a parent, you're a performer. If you're a kid, you're a performer. If you're in school, if you have a job, you are a performer. You know, we as human beings are constantly performing. And if you're a performer, you should be working on your mental health and, and your mental skills to make sure you're doing okay and, and checking in up there and, and if there's a need, figuring out what to do for that. So that, that's kind of the goal, too, is just to make sure everybody knows that they're a performer and every single person deserves to make sure they're doing okay mentally, for sure. Well, and, and you hit the nail on the head in terms of when today's world were so go, 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 that things slide off, the workout slips, the mental side will slip, and we become very reactionary which that's very difficult to do when, you, when you're already stressed, when you're already worn out of having the one, the awareness to kind of reset, refocus, 
uh, but two, just not saying something, doing something, lashing out in a way that later you're kind of kicking yourself about. Uh, that was one of the, the key themes I noticed in a, a really awesome article for anyone that's a, a sports junkie like me that subscribes to The Athletic. Uh, they highlighted uh, a member of the organization, one of the pitchers, and how your team has really helped him this year uh, from just kind of turning a lot of his emotions that would derail him when things started to go bad into a way he could focus throughout the spring. Um, and so that's something that we all kind of need uh, is the ability and, and honestly the work and workouts on an ongoing basis to build that self-awareness, to build that ability to focus in, uh, to regain control, to reset when things don't go our way. Uh, and it's not something you just magically have or are magically born with. It's something you have to build kind of like everything else we've talked about. Um, not only in this show, on this episode, but on this show in general, it's, it's not about what you're born with, but what you choose to build. Hannah, where are some ways, one, how can everybody find your mental sweat Monday? How can we get connected with you online? Where are you most active so that we can follow along? Not only the Phillies this season, uh, but going forward your career and a lot of the work that you're putting out, not just for athletes, but for the rest of us. Yeah, so my main um, social media platform right now is Instagram, definitely. So, and my Instagram is just my first and last name. So it's just Hannah Usman, no spaces or dots or anything in between. Um, and then I also post some videos on LinkedIn, which is obviously just my name. And I'm somewhat active on Twitter, but it's kind of fizzing out for me. So, um, but you can follow on Twitter too. I think it's Hannah.Huseman or something on Twitter. But <laughs> Instagram is the main one for sure. And like I said, I post, I post about three posts a week. Um, and one of those posts is the mental sweat Monday. So, and I'm super interactive. So that's a great platform also for if you have any questions or just feel free to message me and, or if you want more specifics or, or anything like that, that's, that's the route I go. But I wanted to add one more thing too that yeah. you just said before was, um, I think it's crucial that mental health is not, and mental skills are not reactive. They're proactive. And that's like my whole job is, you know, we don't wait for players with problems to come running into our office. We meet with every single player so that we're ahead of the game, right? So that when something happens, you have tools in your toolbox. So maybe, maybe life is great for you and, and going really well. I would still highly encourage you to make sure and check in on your mental skills and your mental health because we all have those times in life, right? Life is a roller coaster where we go up and down and on the next time you go down, instead of having to kind of panic and figure out what do you do from here, what if you already had the skills that you knew you had to use in order to get back up? And and it's the, the example I use all the time is the dentist, right? Way back when, nobody went to the dentist until your teeth were falling out, right? And now you have to go to like twice a year, six month checkups, right? In order to have the best teeth and, and the cleanest mouth and all of that stuff. It's just like that. Like we don't want to wait till you know what hits the fan, right? We want to make sure we're ahead of it and that you have the tools that you need to handle anything that's thrown at you. And I, I think that's the most important part is that anybody can use this and to be more proactive than just reactive when things aren't going how you want them to go. Well, and, and that that's a great reminder for really all area of our all areas of our life it's it's doing the work necessary to prepare yourself before those moments so it's from a career standpoint it's building up your skills taking some of the internships you don't love uh, doing the work to prepare yourself for the job you eventually want one day 
uh, on a relational side, it's investing in the relationship. It's heck, it could be even counseling if you have a healthy marriage and relationship because it's like a check-in. You want to check in, make sure you're preparing, you're proactive in building those communication skills. This is no different. We are preparing our mindset and preparing our mental strength for when those opportunities inevitably will arise because let's be honest, life will throw us curveballs all the time. Uh, and we've got to be ready for them. And, and if you're not, then if you're playing the reactive game, um, it's, it's a, it's a losing game. So Hannah, thank you incredibly for coming on the show today. I appreciate it. I hope everyone listening gets a chance to start following you on Instagram, follow her work. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. I'll tell you, it's very insightful and educational on my end. Uh, and so it's a video I don't miss, but this has been a blast. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I had a really good time. Thanks again, competitors, for tuning in to the Compete Everyday Podcast. As always, get in touch with the show by emailing us at podcast at competeeveryday.com. And don't forget to use your 15% off discount code podcast on any purchase at competeeveryday.com. I can't wait to see you again next week. And until then, keep competing every day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. Visit CompeteEverydayPodcast.com to learn how you can get connected with other everyday competitors. Contact the show and find resources to help compete for your best life.